there's Alexis and Moira and David and Johnny and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David! Hi! This is Katie. This is Rayon. And welcome to Shit Simply the Best. The podcast. We are on season four. Yes. Get pumped. (laughs) Yas. Get ripped. All right. This is called Dead Guy in Room Four. So it kind of already says the intro. Very clear. Yes. So it's actually a great switch. So Johnny's all happy. He's been in a really good mood because he sold (laughs) out the motel. I like that it's like right off from the finale. I was going to say, I love that. It's literally like the like next it's day. Not, yeah, it's not like five months in the future or anything. Which is nice because shows tend to do that a lot with seasons mm-hmm. and it bothers me. So we know the timeline. So he's like, yeah, things are looking up and he's all cheery. And <laughs> he opens the door because someone knocks and it's Stevie. And she goes, there's a dead guy in room four. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, we got it. We got the title. And right away, Moira goes... Has someone been killed? Someone I draw the line of living in a crime scene. Yeah, and she's like ready to move. She's like, no, there's this old guy and he was forever asleep. Asleep forever. You know, never gonna... And he, she just keeps saying it in different ways. <laughs> it's great. And then Alexis and David come in and hear this. And David's wearing and freak a leopard out. sweater. Monochromatic leopard sweater with acid wash jeans, which shouldn't work, but it works. It shouldn't work, but it does on him. It's yeah. kind of not fair, but live your life. Johnny says the other guests can't find out. He's starting to freak out about it. And <laughs> David says he always knew there would be a murder here. <laughs> and he assumes that they're moving. assumes it's a murder. I know. So I think <laughs> because of the town, because the town is so small. And they're, I mean, I think we've clarify that david is a murderino so Mm -hmm. that might be part of it as well i love when uh stevie asks do i look like a coroner (laughs) and alexis says i don't think you want people answering that question (laughs) that's such a good quick (laughs) joke like so sad but it's kind of true she looks like a spooky magician (laughs) i know and hair's so dark david goes I think I find it more bone chilling that the man died alone in his sleep than, yeah. than the fact that he didn't get murdered. <laughs> so funny. And then Moira, of course, goes, Stevie, do we know how this man expired? Like, such a weird way to ask. <laughs> yes. I know this episode has a lot of Moira talking weird. Yes, it's very true. And David goes, so why is it that every time the motel sells out, someone dies? And he goes, that only happened one night. Exactly. Right, we've only sold that once. And he's like, The way that he says exactly, I feel like, is a lot of us for a lot of situations. Oh, we already mentioned this, but we learned that this is just the next day. Because Alexis is asking David about the kiss, because she found out about it between Mm -hmm. him and Patrick. And she goes, she doesn't understand. She's like, so you leaned in. And kissed him. And he wanted that? <laughs> like, she doesn't <laughs> believe so it? Mean, but they're mean to each other. They're they are. And we have a great line from David. Fall off a bridge, please. <laughs> <laughs> so good. She doesn't get it. And she's like, you gave me such a hard time with, with Ted. Ted yeah. And, and then the second Patrick peeks his head out of the closet, <laughs> you French him. Hard yeah. <laughs> and she says that she, all she knows is that Patrick is sweet a sweet little, little button, button face. face. And so he can't mess it up, mm-hmm. which is sweet. Johnny says that he needs their room for the night because they can't so remove the body and disinfect the room in time for check-in. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> no, just... 
And he goes, every inch of that sentence made me sick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And Moira says not to waste time worrying about what happened. Like she keeps on, she's acting weird and we find out why later, but she keeps saying, don't worry about it. Like it doesn't matter. He's dead. Don't think about it. And I'm busy. I have to go. (laughs) Yeah. And she, and she goes off and I love, I love this before she goes, how they're asking to stay in their room instead. And he goes, we can't do that. We wouldn't have enough time to box all of Moira's wigs. And she goes, can you imagine? Not one of you is trained. (laughs) Not one of you is trained. I love that David like almost raises his hand like I <laughs> He'd be the closest, but she she still wouldn't let him. Yeah. She still wouldn't trust him. No. And then at the very end, David says he needs a roll of dry cleaning bags and some padlocks. <laughs> oh, so we go to Stevie here who is talking to Johnny about oh, yeah, the coroner. Yeah. She's like, Roland knows somebody. So, and then a guest comes to check in, like right after this. And the, yeah, Johnny was so pissed that he, she, she told Roland, though. Roland comes in. And, he can't even handle chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, he's literally the worst at everything, at covering up anything. The worst at like covering. And he up. goes, Oh, you know that toilet that died in room four? That died. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he emphasizes die. I know. It's like he chooses the worst word. Like he doesn't understand. Yes. Oh, goodness. And like he, this time he almost, like he almost does it right. But then he ends it with, but he has another autopsy. I know. Oh my God. He was so close. Like he's like, the plumber's going to be here in a few hours. So and then close. he says the autopsy. And the woman's just, she kind of is like flippant. I, I feel like she's not really paying attention. Yeah, thank God. No. <laughs> but. Like it could still be. You know, if the toilet toilet died, maybe he. It's like it's like he's movie. playing on it know. exactly. It could, it be, could be that. Yeah. you never know. I guess it could be misconstrued. She's also probably like, I want to get out of here, so it's fine. So we right. find out that the coroner is going to be there between four and five, a very specific time. Right. So they're like, "What are we going to do?" Johnny and Stevie are just trying to figure out what to do, and mm-hmm. Roland's like, <laughs> "Roland's like, do the doors lock from the outside?" But he goes, I saw a lot of dead bodies as a kid, and I turned out pretty okay, and uses this weird German accent when he's talking. The accent, yes. <laughs> so weird. Oh, goodness. So we go to the vet clinic now, and it's full of people. Oh it's There's, God. like, a lot of people. It's really funny. They're applying for her position, but she walks in and goes. But she's like, has there been a pet massacre? <laughs> What's with all these sad-looking people? Who says that out loud to the room of the people? In front of all the sad-looking oh people. Oh, my God. Alex <laughs> such a mess. Oh, my God. So, so she no goes talk. up to Ted, and she thanks him again for coming to the graduation and finds out that these are all people there to interview for her job, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just quit. <laughs> yeah. Can you not? She keeps saying that word. And he's like, please don't say that. Let's let's look at it positively. And Ted's really good at like trying to, because all these people are hearing all this because she's so loud. Yeah, like, Since you moved on <laughs> yeah. from the position. And she makes an announcement that she used to work there and this used to be her desk. And she's like, I have zero interest in animals. So you're already way ahead of me. <laughs> right. Like I got a job here and I have zero interest in animals. He invites her to sit in on the interviews, which is very sweet. So that happens later. So David goes, this is cute, goes into Rose Apothecary, biggest smile, like biggest smile. Like he doesn't smile a lot, David. He's very, you know, sarcastic Mm -hmm. and everything. And uh, and he just says hi to Patrick because he's there and he kisses him on the cheek. Mm -hmm. And Patrick's like, oh, I was up since like five thinking about things. And David's like, oh, regret. Like, he automatically thinks 
Regrets. That's what it Regrets. is. <laughs> right. Right off the bat. And then he's like, no. And he's like, oh, sorry. It's like a habit to ask. <laughs> so sad. Uh, but Patrick is, it's really great. He said, I feel like a weight's been lifted. David, right after, asks if he can stay at his place. Bad timing. Which, yeah. And Patrick pretty much says, you know, I don't know if I made it clear, but I have to go really, really slow. Like, I wasn't thinking of sleepover right now. (laughs) David's like, no, I didn't mean, like, sleepover, but, like, sleepover. (laughs) And then before he finishes, Moira walks in. This is great. This whole scene. Which is, like, yeah, unexpected visit. Especially because she's been saying she's busy. She also, her and Alexis have a habit of just announcing inappropriate things. And she goes, oh, it's startlingly quiet in here. I don't know if that's a good sign. <laughs> like, God, leave them alone. <laughs> and she she says that she's, because David's confused. He's like, I thought you were all busy and you, you ran yeah. out. She's like, I'm positively bedeviled with meetings, etc. One of the Moira lines. Very good line. So good. She says that she would love a tea because Patrick says that he's going to the cafe. And he's like, I was going anyway so I could get you a tea. And she thanks him by calling him Peter. Peter. <laughs> he's like, Patrick. David's like, it's Patrick. And then he's asking, like, if anybody else wants anything. And she goes, nothing else for me, just and the scone. Like, oh, just the scone. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets really confused and leaves. Yes. So this is great. We go right back to them. And she says, Mm -hmm. it's probably nothing, but I think I've killed a man. (laughs) (laughs) Like right away. And she says the last time she was this emotionally encumbered is when she was playing Lady Macbeth for a cruise ship during Shakespearean Sea Week. Very specific. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Also, she would probably be really good. She would probably be great at that, actually, because it's so dramatic. It would be good. So Patrick comes back. He brings like a spe- very specific, really sweet drink for yeah. for David, David, which is really cute. Like he knows his order, yeah. which is super. It's really cute. But also, it's so weird that the cafe can make this, right? When they're so bad at everything, maybe they're good at drinks. <laughs> it's like a macchiato. Maybe they have a good espresso machine. It might be that because it can't be juice because we all know that that was a horror yeah, show. Not good. So he also got the scone because he <laughs> wasn't the sure. And the scone, <laughs> and he's. Moira's like, there's nothing wrong with treating yourself. There's a lot of famous Moira lines in this episode alone. Oh, so good. The poor boy, Patrick. I know. He's like, all right. And he like goes somewhere. So basically, we learn that... He gets a good, non-scary introduction to Moira. Yes, that's true. Instead of having to be like, oh, I have to meet your scary mom. It's like, he got that out of the way. True. So she starts to tell the story, but of course she starts it like it's a play. And it was like, well, I woke up with a spring in my step. And he's like, fast forward, fast forward it. She just keeps saying like really detailed things. Later in the day. (laughs) So basically she ran into this man and he asked for a painkiller. And she said she didn't have one, but she did. So she thinks that she killed him because she she didn't give it to him. But it's because they were sample packets from the pharmacy. And she's like, I didn't. I was too embarrassed. I was too embarrassed because I'm hoarding sample packets of a basic headache medication. She keeps freaking out and it keeps building. And she's like, we'll have to let the courts decide. And he's like, the courts? <laughs> and David freaks out because he's like, wait, the courts? Yeah. And he's like, am I an accomplice to this? This won't do well in prison. You just prank this upon me. <laughs> yeah, and then... It- 
all of this got just this, these lines within like one minute where she's like, I came here to be talked off a ledge, not pushed. And then right after he's like, can you imagine this in prison? <laughs> God, it's so good. And Patrick steps in and he's like, Moira, I just wanted to let you know, Ms. Rose, that you actually did the right thing because you're not, you're like legally you're not allowed, which is true to like get true. as a business to give medicine to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, because your, your voice carries so beautifully. He yes, already so knows how sweet. to deal with Moira. Right? <laughs> uh, I feel like he knows that her and David are very similar. Yeah. So he knows he probably, how to like handle. Yeah, he probably handle. got it from dealing with David. Yeah. And she goes, thank God you're here, Pat. Patrick. <laughs> like, he has to finish it for her. She, she takes something from the store. Uh-huh. Like, she goes, well, I paid for Brie. <laughs> like, I paid for very expensive. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> like, it evens out. <laughs> and then she, she's like, Alexis was right. He's a button. Cute. He's a button. So... At the motel, oh goodness, Johnny and Stevie are checking in guests and they're going to like room to room to talk to these Mm -hmm. guests basically because they planned a happy hour because that's when the coroner is going to come. So it'll be like a distraction for these guests. Yeah, we're from Florida. And this poor mom is with like a toddler and they come in. (laughs) Like a screeching toddler. Yes. And they come in and they're trying to tell her that. Oh, well, you have, you you can come. And she's like, oh, I might stay. No, actually, it's mandatory and it's, it's a fee. Is so it no, it's not mandatory. But if you don't come, there's going to be a fee. So you're paying for it anyways. God, it's such a mess. Evie just keeps playing off of it with Johnny. And she's like, there's someone yeah, there. Like, Wait, so you're inviting my kid to a, <laughs> to a happy hour? Well, there's someone there that well, worked well, in a quarry. And uh, he probably has a lot of stories. And Johnny's like, yeah, what kid doesn't like rocks? <laughs> I mean, it's not it's wrong. It's not wrong. You have rocks. Rocks are interesting, wrong. I guess. <laughs> They're pretty. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. So Alexis is at the vet clinic with Ted. They finished interviewing everybody. Yeah. So he, he goes, I actually really appreciate that you were here because some of your questions were effective. It's crazy how many people would accept a cocktail from a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And he also mentions this guy. Peter's allergic to cat. He's like, we wouldn't have known. That's crazy. Why is he even here? <laughs> uh, and it's cute. They have this really sweet moment of back and forth. Yeah. She asks if she can crash at his place because of, you know, the coroner situation. The dead body. We learn that Ted has a girlfriend. He has a... He calls it a date. Like, he kind of downplays it. I think on purpose. Then, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, because he can tell. And then we tell. find out it's Heather with the cat that needed so many baths earlier on the season. Which so was kind of like a code going. for them. It's been going for a while. Mm-hmm. But she thought that it was like, you know, a casual thing. She's like, I didn't realize. And she gets really like kind of yeah. weird and awkward about it. Awkward flustered. And she goes, good for Heather. Thirsty little thing. Isn't she? Thirsty little. <laughs> God. <laughs> and she's awkward. So she starts to leave. And Ted stops her. And this is really sweet. Because I, in my opinion, I think he does this to... Just make her feel better. I don't think he mm-hmm. had a question. And I think he just thought of one because she was like, yeah. yeah. And then he thought he's like, well, who would you hire? And she goes, I like the guy yeah. with glasses or the cystic acne guy or the girl with the oily, oily braid. <laughs> <laughs> the oily braid. Yeah. So specific. And then as she leaves, we see Ted like watching her leave and he looks kind of sad. Yeah. Ugh, sad. 
they definitely like each other and they're unaware of it, but it's fine. Yeah, I was going to say like they're they're on the same book, but not on the same page yet. They're like reading the same book, but they're not on the same page. I think they both know there's something there, but not really. Like I think one of them thinks they're it's one-sided. Mostly Alexis, I think, thinks that. Because she's yeah. obviously the one that's single, so. Right, and like they've already dealt with this early. Yes, the adult kisses and the adult high fives and all that. So we go to the store, Rose Pothgary, and Patrick is asking David if he told his mom about about him. And he's like, well, I told Alexis, so she must have told my mom. And then he starts to talk to him, and he goes, no, you listen. He's like, oh, that came off way harsher. He's like, no, you listen. I'm sorry, that came off way harsher. It's so great. I love it. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. But basically, he was he tells him, you know, I only wanted to stay there because of what's happening at the motel. Uh, it was like, purely oh, circumstantial. Yeah. yeah. And then they have, oh, my God, Patrick says the cutest thing. He says, when you kissed me, it felt like I was being kissed for the first time. For the first time. I felt all the things you're supposed to feel. Nobody talks like this. Like, no, no. human. Is that like, cute? Do I have to move to a small town to find a Patrick? Like, Apparently. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I moved to Canada. If Canada's like this, I'll move to Canada. If I can live for free in a motel for a few years. There you go. And then own the motel and then make money off of it, I'm fine. Just basically (laughs) saying what the show is. All right. He says, I felt all those things last night. And then David says, it felt like the first time too. Not really because I've kissed a thousand people. But (laughs) but you're the first person I've really cared about, which is sweet. And then Patrick kisses him. Yes. And it's really cute. Uh, Yeah. He does say very specifically like, the nice, like, you're the first, like, nice person I kissed. And Patrick goes, like, you're a good person. He's like. And he goes, I need you to say nice. <laughs> you're a good yeah. person. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's so sweet. Okay. So Johnny is welcoming everybody. We're at, we're at like, the four to five yeah, time, clearly, hour. to the happy hour. Yes. And he's hoping they're enjoying the cinnamon buns and, and vodka, which is a good callback to what's his name with the, I know. But the with, bagel. oh, what's the guy's name? Yeah, the bagel man. Oh, I don't I remember his name. His name. He's Bob's but he's clearly Bob's still cousin. making the cinnamon buns for them. So that's nice. Stevie just keeps checking outside like every five seconds. <laughs> and then Moira Moira comes in. And oh, and he, it's funny how Johnny says that he thought that this was festive in a Scandinavia sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's the vodka. Probably the vodka, I guess. And he, he goes, it's a great opportunity for all the guests to get to know each other. And then, of course, they all raise their hand when he asks if they're out of town. He's like, of course, I mean, you're at the motel. (laughs) So awkward. So Johnny brings up Frank, which is the quarry man, and asks if he brought any rocks for the kids. (laughs) He's like, no. (laughs) And then Moira sneaks in and she like whispers something. She talks to Stevie and then goes to Johnny and then to the room and says, Mm -hmm. hi. And she goes, isn't this a glittering sea of hopeful, hopeful faces? faces. <laughs> that we see their faces and they're like depressed. <laughs> and she goes, we want to go outside. <laughs> yeah, they keep saying they want to go out. And Marv is like, it's important to cherish what's going on inside and not to take life for granted. And then she jumps into one day you're asking for an anti-inflammatory. The next day you've passed away in your sleep. <laughs> oh, you never know when we're going to die. <laughs> She does what Roland did earlier and, like, yeah, yeah, enunciates the die, like, a lot louder than the rest. It's not good. And Johnny's, like, slowly freaking out. Luckily, Stevie, like, 
gives the all clear signal that the coroner's going. And right before that, I love how she goes, no one knows when they're going to die or be implicated and suddenly cleared in someone else's death. (laughs) Oh, she's so special. She's so good. Okay, yeah, and then they she she gives the signal and they all leave. And I like how when they're leaving, she goes, "Okay, people, let's oh, leave the cups inside. We're not Vegas inside. here." We're not in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh yay! Good episode. All right. Okay. So who's your shithead of the week? Oh my god, I've got to give it to Moira because all the lines in this are just <laughs> and the pure like paranoia that she jumps to yes. right away and thinking that she's the cause of this is very yes. soap opera of her. Right, she's living in her own little soap opera episode. Completely separate from reality and everyone else. And then she drags her son into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we know that she's... Well, and we can still see that she'd kind of trust him the most because that's why she was telling mm-hmm. him, I'm she guessing. directly to him. But also, we kind of see that even though she's grown a lot, she's still oblivious to a lot of things. Yes. Like the whole scone she's situation. Still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the scone. Uh, what about you? Tea? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm going to give it to Moira, too, because I'd give it to David and Patrick, but like we, I did that last episode, and this is kind of a continuation of that, even though it's a completely different season. Yeah. Um, but Moira has like just beautiful management of language. Yes. She can just speak and give us these convoluted sentences. But they make still make sense. sense. Yeah, it's not. And she made me look up the word bolus on the dictionary today because I was like, I don't know. What I will say... Things. Every time I watch Hits Creek, it's like a vocabulary lesson with some of the stuff she says. Because I have to look up like mm-hmm. half of it. I'm like, what does this mean? I don't know. So let's find out. But yes, it's just such a joy. <laughs> and how she how so, she handles yeah. it all is just really funny. I love it. Yeah, it's so great. So Moira this week. Double Yay, Moira double had. Moira. Otherwise, we hope you all are good. It's actually starting to cool down here, so I'm very excited. Here too. Yeah? We went from that 114 to 117 Fahrenheit to like 80 degrees. I can't believe it was that. That's like Death Valley hot and Vegas hot. It never gets that hot in California. It was really gross. Yeah. Really, really gross. And then everything's on fire, so like we've been walking in clouds of smoke. What a joy. What a joy. What a beautiful year this has been. <laughs> right? Well, thanks, 2020. You're just a sweet bitch, aren't you? Goodness. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to That sounds like a good cupcake. That should be a cupcake place. The sweet bitch. <laughs> sweet bitch? The sweet bitch. It's my signature cupcake. Or a cocktail. It could be a cocktail, too. Ooh, a cocktail sounds nice right about now. I mean, they always do. I'm... I'm going to have some wine tonight, but I I think I've actually had wine every night this week. Sorry, not sorry. See, I had one because you were having wine two days ago. Oh, Rain and I had a situation <laughs> a couple days ago where, well, I think it started with me because I was having a wine night to myself. Well, I was singing and then you were singing. And then I was like, wait, you're singing with wine? That sounds amazing. Let me get my own wine. And then I lived off of those wine bottles for the past two days. But now they're over. So now I might have to get... I haven't had wine in a long time either. So like it kind of hit different. Like I was like, I've been drinking like hard liquor and like I'll drink a whole bottle of whiskey and be fine. And then I had like two glasses of wine and I was like, ooh, 
this is nice. Wine is like <laughs> my favorite because it's so calming to me. And I've had it. It's been like my quarantine drink. That's the main thing that I've been having. So I'm kind of used to it. But I've also I've just been having it like at the end of the night, like a glass or whatever with my roommate because I've moved now. And now that I mean, it's still it's like 13 blocks over and a couple avenues, but it's still (laughs) (laughs) it's still a move. And it was a giant deal and a lot to do. But because of that, I was having a wine night myself and dancing in front of this giant mirror because I'm in a sublet and they left it. And it's a huge mirror. And I was like dancing in front of it and singing. Oh, that's what I was going to ask because I saw the mirror and I was like, did you bring that? No, it's theirs. Did you always have that mirror? But no, it's a new mirror. One of them is a composer and one of them does theater as an actor. And it has magnets all over it from different shows. It's really cute. That's why I thought it was yours for some reason because I saw the theater magnets. And I was like, oh, yeah. Katie probably got that from storage or something. (laughs) It's real cute and really fun. I was dancing in front of it. And basically, Ryan and I decided to go live at like what was 1 a.m. my time. Oh, yeah. Like 1230 (laughs) and 9 p.m. my time and just like try to duet live. It was a mess. and I It was a mess. But it was really it was fun. fun. We did we did one day more from Les Mis. Oh my god. We sang all the parts. <laughs> we did. It was really funny. As long as you ride from Wicked. And then we try to do Suddenly Seymour. Suddenly Seymour, which was, I don't know the song. And Katie was like, no, it's easy. You can do it. Like, I just made up half the harmonies at the end. That's okay. That's <laughs> so that's a glimpse into our life. It was a journey. Follow us at Shit Simply the Best Podcast on Instagram. And if you're on there, you can also follow each of us individually because we're we're tagged in all the photos oh, yeah, as that, well. If you want, you know. I mean, if if you <laughs> want to cool tell you us cool friends. <laughs> how amazing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you want to be cool, then like, it's the only way. Like, join the sit at the cool table. table. <laughs> you can sit with us. <laughs> register to vote. It's happening soon. Yes, please vote. Please vote. Please, please, uh, register. please. Check your registration status vote and check if you're if you're waiting for your ballot i am i think it takes like two weeks Mm -hmm. to get here and then you figure out the best way to get it back to them the quickest so that it goes in by the right time yes because it everything's obviously delayed for our psa yay you're welcome this is election hour keep your masks on damn it okay yes that too that too please (laughs) and best wishes for mr guards Bye. bye